AM850KFUO worldwide at KFUO.org. This is the Midday Moments program. I'm Gary Duncan, your host. It's time now for our moment for the family with Dr. Mary Mann Simon. Hi, Mary. Hi, Carrie. Now, Mary, I was talking with one of my granddaughters yesterday about the new school year, and she said one of her new anxieties is that when she is meeting someone new this year, she can't pick up on their facial cues because all the kids are wearing masks. She said, I don't know if they're happy to meet me or not. And if if I had to describe this year, I would describe in the single word as tentative. Schools are opening, but there's still an unsettled feeling. And what a good example of that, Gary. I totally agree. It seems we're all kind of holding our collective breath for this new school year. Yeah, even during normal times, those first day fears come around every year. Those anxieties are so real. Although some childhood worries may seem irrational to us, being afraid to eat alone or losing your way in the hallway... Those are understandable concerns. Yeah, that that was one of my big things when I would go to school each year is, you know, being afraid of not finding my way to the new classes, especially on time. Sure. What I did was I tucked a tiny piece of paper in my shoe with my locker combination. I've always had trouble memorizing, especially numbers. I still have trouble. I remember falling asleep at night, repeating my locker combination over and over and over. The paper in my shoe was my extra insurance. Yeah, I used to write my combination on my hand for the first few days every morning. I'd take out the piece of paper and write it that way. And now, especially, these aren't easy times for people of any age because we're all afraid of something, maybe catching COVID or anxious about social unrest or inflation. There's a lot of reasons to be afraid. And it's helpful to do just what you did, to verbalize the fears. That's an approach we use with children, but it works for us, too. Talking about feelings is the first step toward dealing with them. And that's why I was so glad that my granddaughter talked to me about her anxiety with the mask and not picking up on social, uh, you know, facial cues and everything. That was so nice that she shared that with me. And I think I was able to comfort her a little bit. You, you know, each of us share various fears as we had with children and children are sharing fears with us. And it's reassuring for the kids to hear that we were afraid, too. And that's one thing I wanted to make sure she knew that I also had fear uh, when I returned back to work full-time. I think you handled it really well, Gary, and it's a good model for all of us to be able to really listen to what a child is telling us and then to give them some reassurance that we are there to help them cope. You know, looking back to see how you and I coped in the past or a child coped in the past, that can increase confidence for dealing with issues in the future. I mean, all of us live every day trusting in God. I could hear a child asking, if God is with me, why am I still afraid? Well, that's a good question. The world can be a scary place. That's always been true. We need to be cautious and take steps to be safe. Point a child to times when he was afraid, but still move forward. For example, he might have been afraid of the dark last night, but he fell asleep and then woke up this morning. Or a child might have been afraid of dogs, but now there are two dogs running around the house. <laughs> 
So drawing attention to how a child has gotten through some of his fears are helpful uh, each, each time he realizes that he will get through them, he or she will get through them. That's exactly right. Sometimes we need to swallow our fear and just plain be brave, no matter how we feel. We all struggle to cope with that unseen virus that lurks around. And it still lurks around. But research about the pandemic says the top source of hope in the United States is the kindness that other people have shown us. The other things that came to the top to give a sense of hope were our relationships with others and religious faith. You know, as followers of Jesus, our faith points us to a more hopeful future that makes even dark times shine brighter. We can look forward to a forever future. Our Christian faith won't make COVID go away, but remembering that fact does put our current fears and anxieties into perspective. You know, the last verse of one of my favorite psalms is the 23rd Psalm. It reminds us of our forever future. The verse reads, Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There are so many reassuring stories and passages in Scripture. You know, Gary, when we help children write or talk about their fears, they can also come up with a list of something else. We can list our beliefs about God. That helps kids and us, too, make the connection between our fears and how the attributes of God can help us fight those fears and offer hope. Well, you know, that's a great idea, Mary, and it's easy, too. The immediate future is unknown as schools open tentatively, but as Christian believers, we have a forever future. And that's worth remembering every day. Thanks so much for being on the program today, Mary. Thank you, Gary. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at KFUO.org.